is the Tiltcast, episode 474, The Great Unicorn Rescue. And this week, guys, we talk Fallout 4 Mods, Second Extinction, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Between his and legs. Stirring Abyss. Stay tuned. Save that unicorn. Battle faster. <laughs> Had to have that delayed one. Uh, yeah, it's a toolkit. Yeah, we're we're back. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's storming outside. Did, did you just like fucking spooge your G fuel all over the place because you didn't have that? Like, Not sponsored. Cap- yeah, it wasn't yeah. all the way on. Uh, that's why it was weaker than normal because I noticed liquid splashing and I decided I needed to slow my roll. It is seven seventeen. At about 9.51 p.m., okay. 79 degrees outside, and currently storming. It is an M-rated show. I'm Nos. <laughs> I'm Jason. the fucking weather report, fucking meteorologist nosticals. I'm Rusty. And, and we found the one thing Justin doesn't like to be splashy. That's correct. Oh. Um, be prepared for some amount of time of bullshit. Some games bullshit. Are new. Mm. Yep. Um, we're back. Rusty has a migraine, so this will be an interesting show. Yay. He's got three pills in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. This is what free Excedrin sounds like. Looks like you've got, like, rat teeth. Mm, It's like rat 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 teeth. Yeah, those rat teeth are going to be, like, the only thing that makes me human here in a second. Uh, Yeah, it's like rat chiclets. Like a Fallout 4 mole rat. It is kind of like a mole rat, isn't it? Look, I, I'm i not like hairy in those places, okay? I'm not hairy in a... <laughs> if he grew a mustache, he would kind of look like a, a rad rat, wouldn't he? A little bit. A mustache? Yeah, well, whatever it looks like. Uh, I've seen some of your little little blonde hairs sometimes. It, they, they, they grow in patches, I know. Um, it goes, you, could, you, know you might be able to do a goatee now. About, You've been shaving it for so long, it might actually grow in now. I, I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I when don't was know. the last time you tried? You know, I haven't really tried because it gets to a certain length and then stops. It just, like, is there and then becomes, like, super patchy. I realize you probably don't want to look like Macaulay Culkin with a goatee dressed out of rehab. That is a very vivid mental image, and I know I really don't. I don't think I've got. The, I, I don't. I've seen the pictures of him, like right after he got out of rehab, and I, he looks like I don't have the looks, narcotic eyes. I'm sorry. He looks like a younger version of Willem Dafoe at like 35. Ver, younger virgin? Uh, no. <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, he looks pretty rough when he right after he got out of rehab. Yeah, pretty bad. Um, thing is. Uh, you know, I was looking and not necessarily like I was just looking online, just random shit that pops in. You know how fucking like Google finds things about you. It's scary, really. Um, I was uh, just watching a YouTube video and all of a sudden uh, that you remember about a year, year ago, you said something about this fucking magic roller that you roll across your face to try to get your beard to grow in. <laughs> yes, the it's supposed to stimulate your hair follicles. Sti- stimulate their fucking hair follicles and you put this fucking cream or something on and it's supposed to be like fucking beard miracle grow and it's supposed to come out like fucking full on fucking beard. 
And I'm going to try that to see if I turn into just a straight chia pet. I don't. I, you're pretty fucking close as it is. Um, like me and Jason are trying to just go straight Wookiee. I, you, I mean, you could. I'm only a step away from Wookiee either way. I was, I, that came into my feed again. And I'm like, this is fucking quack science. But I'm sitting here a year later going, you know, it might actually be worth a try. <laughs> Because just I get just, Rogue Game, but put it on your face only and see what happens. <laughs> Have you seen the pictures of, like, the Wolfman? <laughs> it's like a week later and Rusty comes in here. Just It's just not growing on his face. It's growing it's out of his forehead. He's got a mustache right across the top of his forehead. <laughs> it's like, you, you did it wrong. I just... The mustache doesn't grow there. But I still have a forehead, so it's like not part of yeah. No. I'm It yeah, looks like good. you took Velcro and like stuck it on your forehead. It's like <laughs> I got a unibrow now <laughs> Or even worse, it goes through all this trouble. I'm gonna and, get he, here. and he ends up just looking like Doug, like he has like eight like long hairs out the top of his head That's and my a giant ass unibrow. That's my future. It's just 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 so you know, that is my future. That's what my grandfather looks like without his hat. That's why he wears a hat all the time. He's got three long hairs that he just combs over. <laughs> I think he can wrap it around his skull now. Uh, <laughs> he just doesn't want to get rid of him. <laughs> Look, I understand. I used my hands, and the dog was like, I see this, and you're going to come over and fuck with me, you little shit. Um, so, yeah, that, that I was seeing, I saw that, uh, and of course... I knew I had to bring it up to you because, well, you had brought it up to me. Your phone listened to me and it was looked and it been looking at pictures of yourself a year later and it's like he hasn't tried this yet. No, I yeah no oh yeah it hasn't not happened though. No, I don't think I'm gonna get it, but I thought about it for a second. I have you these... gotta like just get a really thick mustache, <laughs> a really like a fucking like a magnum <laughs> pi, like a fucking porn stash. Look yeah. like a, like a mouse lip. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, a mouse lip. A mouse lip. That's a thing. Uh, okay, I I I don't. I don't. I mean, that's kind of what. Actually, me and Jason have both have pretty thick mustache. Um, yeah, Jason's is a little bit thicker than mine, though. Mouse lip. Well, it's, I mean, it's going to come up with things. As we attested to at the start of the pandemic, if I'm not careful, my mustache will go full on porn stash very quickly. That's uh, that's not what you're looking for. Uh, oh, okay. I view all images. I'm going to regret this, aren't I? No, I mean it should just be mustaches, honestly. Uh, no, I am getting all kinds of lipsticks. Oh, maybe that's a new trend. Um. M- mustache. Uh, look up mouse on your lip. I really don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that mouse on your lip. Okay. All right. Did it anyway. Hello, Google. Mouse on your lip. <laughs> See what happens. Oh, apparently there's a song about it. Yeah, mustache. No. It says, <laughs> I don't even want to know. I, I clicked more videos. I don't want to see this. Um, <laughs> nope, I'm getting more lipsticks. Why are you... Ew. 
No, no, it's all lipsticks, but now it's, now it's cats. Um, okay, I'm done with this. This is a, uh, you're going to have to come up with some, some visual aid for me because Google is failing me now. Mm. So dog wants, dog wants attention. Continue. Well, speaking of dog, um, come, come here. Come on. There she goes. Yes, you. So right after we recorded last week, um, the little Deffy over there, who is apparently fully recovered, got very, very, very sick. Yeah. She just, like, licked the inside of my mouth. Like, she got the roof of my mouth. It's... Uh. (laughs) She got... You literally got French kissed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know... If you've ever had the roof of your mouth licked by a dog, but... Doesn't happen often, I... <laughs> she doesn't lick me on that part of my face. She went full... She's like, I'm going to tickle your tonsils this time. So, she, uh... Like I was talking about last week, I was installing the car stereo. And she was outside with me most of the day, and I think she got a little bit of heat stroke. Because she didn't finish her dinner that night. And then she didn't eat anything for more than 24 hours. Wow. And she wasn't eating in the morning, which was weird, uh, the next day after the podcast. And she started throwing up bile. Oh, that's nice. And then started shaking. And I was like, oh, this is bad. So I uh, I was telling Jason, I told Jason, I, I got some water and rubbed it on her gums. And then she decided that she wanted to slowly drink out of my hand. And then I got some chicken and rice that I'd thrown in the slow cooker. I got the rice grains, and I would nibble on a rice grain, and then I'd put it right next to her mouth. And then I fed her over about an hour out of my hand until I got her to eat. And then after a while, she gained a little bit more of her um, appetite back, and I started giving her singular dog biscuits, which she was guarding very heavily. So she started to eat dog biscuits, and by the next day, she didn't eat breakfast, but she did eat lunch. I feed her three meals a day, like small, tiny meals. Um, she just eats when I eat. Well, she eats before I eat because she's hungry in the morning. But she had gotten the shakes the day before. I was That's why I was worried. So um, by the next day, by Monday, she had started actually eating. Um, by Tuesday, she's basically a normal dog. And by Wednesday, she had walks again. And then but Friday, she wanted two walks. So we did two walks. She gets treated Better than 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 I ever did when I was a kid. Fuck, damn! <clears throat> you you could eat whatever I could eat. A mouse whatever. lip would look like that, Rusty. Super thick mustache. Why is that? A, why is that called a mouse lip? We call those porn stashes where I come from. It's just a thick mustache. A thick mustache. Yeah. What about it is mousy? I mean, look. I, I don't. I don't get I it. Mean, Tom Selleck. It kind of looks like he's got a mouse on his lip. Does it, though? You could call it a lip toupee if it makes you feel any better about it. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm going to end up having to deal with it. Kind of like, like, see? That's kind of like, like a mouse. That doesn't look like a mouse at all. That that looks dirt, like a porn stash. Dirt squirrel. Dirt squirrel? Okay. Okay. You just grow it's that. It's probably not going to be. You could just do that. 
It covers okay, both that, lips. That that's a little much. The, the uh, this is what I saw first. The, <laughs> uh, your mustache is not supposed and, to touch your chest. And actually, <laughs> Celix would be more of a caterpillar. Yeah, I could see the caterpillar. Man, you guys have some really active imaginations. All I'm seeing the, is a fucking mustache. These are old terms. The snot mop. Snot, snot mop. Okay, snot mop. I've heard, but lady tickler. I mean that. Yes. You guys probably I'm won't see with porn stash. I know that one. You guys probably won't see me shave, probably ever again, because that was something that Jess was like, "Yeah, you can't shave." I, no, I, no, she saw a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because when you went and did Vault Boy, you look like you just like de-aged my, my fifteen years. My <laughs> wife has gotten so far into it that she doesn't even want to see the goatee anymore. Jesus I'm stuck Christ. at full beard. Oh my god, it's a good style to be stuck with. Look. I am, I'm okay I'm, with it. I know it's fairly easy to maintain. Just don't yep. lift the top and of my mouth anymore. My uh, barber is pretty good about keeping it maintained, even though I go like every other time I should. But anyways, I digress. So yeah, Lola's doing a lot better. Obviously, she and Rusty are bonding right now, nose to nose. And that was a little lick. <laughs> She's a. Uh, she wants her rusty. She, she will stare directly into my eyes, and then after about 30 seconds, she'll give me a little lick on the nose, and she's like, that's how you know I'm done. Yeah, uh, looks like Rusty settled in. Jason's got the fish back. He's he's back on his, his full-on fish meal over here. Yep. Fucking Swedish fish. Swedish fish, man. I don't understand. I don't I don't get it. It's, it's like great you, candy. You, it's, so you were off last week, and we were teasing you about I being was. a glamper. No, you teased me about being a glamper, you cocksucker. I'm fucking like, you know. And then what you're kind like, of what kind of redneck engineering did you do to glamp this time? So, An extension cord and a fucking you know a window unit. An extension cord, a window unit, and a couple of very thick lawn trash bags to uh, seal the area around the. Fucking black Their trash bags. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that the, that doubled as your uh, as as your water reservoir as the fucking like moisture attached. Oh no, because the because the ass end of the air conditioner was outside. I was doing that to seal around the front end of the air conditioner. I'm yeah. just saying that if you have a cold tent in a warm summer in Oklahoma, it's oh. just like if it was raining. The yeah. tent never. The tent never really got cold. What it did was it gave me a cool spot in the tent to that, sit in. It gave you a cool spot so that you could just like open up the sleeping bag, put your feet right over the top of that fucker and have the cold air go right through the sleeping bag cuz it's exactly what I'd have done. <laughs> <laughs> fucking much. cold draft right across those fucking just berries. enough to let me cool off. But so to preference, we did try running several campers and for one reason or another every single one of them fell through it's the only reason they ended up with an ac and tent how much does it cost to rent a camper by the way i'm i, um, I can't even give them shit for the about, ac and a tent about a hundred dollars a night that's not bad see i told you that they're yeah. available it's just i i the yeah. one that i saw while i was right, up north but was right now the i mean pretty much everything's like taken up pretty much. Yeah, it's because people want to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So 
Uh, I'm just curious. Did you like cut a hole in the tent, or how did we? No, get... my my tent's a three room tent, so it's got doors on three sides. So basically, I just took one of the doors, stuck the ass end of the air conditioning unit out of it, so that it could condense outside. Closed up the door as much as I could around it, and then sealed the rest of it with the trash bags. That's why I had the trash bags. But the tent didn't seal well enough for it to cool down the tent, right? Not the whole tent. It's no. a fucking tent. What do you smell it's like? Not so like it's when got I was at any insulation in it, Jesus. When I was now, in, there now, are uh, there, there, there are, are some tents like this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on this because so there are newer tents that are made. There's for old- you to have air conditioner units in them. There are old ass army My, tents that have that really thick material on it. Okay, but that's army tents. This is this is a three room tent. He just said so. An army tent, you get like half of your ass in that motherfucker. Now what I'm talking about is <laughs> so like when I did so in Boy Scouts we do like these real long summer campouts, like a week, right? And then we'd set up these huge army tents and put cots yeah. in them because the, there was like six people to a tent. Okay. But they insulated a little too well. They got kind of fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. Those, those, are, those are made from completely different materials than consumer tents are. Consumer don't... tents don't require a six-man crew to fucking put up. Um, Sit down. But anyways, I'm, our tent I'm was get a not... pissy. Sorry. Our tent was not made for an air conditioner. So, like, it's got top vents on it. There's not a lot of tents that are made for an air conditioner. Yeah. And you can't completely close those off. So, uh, you know, air was still escaping. So basically you just got a cool zone in the tent. Right. But that was enough to keep me from uh, completely overheating after almost having heat stroke on July 4th. (laughs) Wow. Because I wasn't watching my water intake. You... The great outdoors, man. The great outdoors. Fucking I'm, dog I'm gets heat stroke. Fucking, fucking old, person old gets heat it. stroke. Um, I that's was, one thing. Interesting, interesting thing did happen on the tent, the or on the camping trip that was that in retrospect is hilarious, but at the same time I paid for it. So we get out there Friday night, set everything up, but we're all good. Saturday comes, I go. I go home, take care of the animals, because we were just 20 minutes from the house. Because, right, that's how you know you're glamping. Right. Uh, I go back out there, we get ready, go to to swim, and it's not, it's breezy, but it's not really windy. Well, we get down to the swimming area, though, and the wind is fucking blowing. I mean, like, you've got four to six inch chop on the water. What? Well, yeah, Sky took uh, Keystone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's closer. Um, <clears throat> so before before I can tell not sponsored my two youngest kids to not take their their uh, float tubes down to the water, both of them already have them down here. Now, you you guys know my wife. Should she? Everything's extra for the kids, Jesus right? Christ. And here goes the mounting. Um, so they're not like just you know like basic inner tubes. 
No. It, one's a one's a goddamn flying saucer for Titan, and the other one is a. <laughs> you just gave her the zoomies. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and the other one is a fucking unicorn, complete with Arab head and tail. <laughs> and <laughs> these unicorn. Yeah. And these was that your float? These flotation devices are because of the wind and the and the chop and the current are dragging my two youngest out of the swimming area by the time I turn around. So I go out there after them. I get the flotation devices from them, and by then I'm out of the swimming area, and it's deep enough I can't touch. So I start swimming back. I finally get to where I can at least stand on a rock and I, and I try to stand up to start walking back and I fucking trip and there goes the unicorn. Uh. So I get close enough to shore to throw the damn flying saucer at my wife and I start swimming after this unicorn. And after 50 yards of not gaining any ground on it at all, I say, fuck it. And I turn back. And I'm ready to just say, I will buy a fucking new one. And by the point I get back to the shore, Crystal has a fucking life jacket on, a double-ended double paddle, and she's trying to get a kayak to go chase this motherfucker down. And I'm like, don't be that cheap. <laughs> you gotta save no. the unicorn. I'm like, okay, if we're not going to call it quits on this damn thing, you're not doing this because fucking rescue the unicorn, your your fucking back and shoulders aren't going to handle it. And <laughs> you threw a flying saucer at your you. Wife. You've been floating down the river a couple of times. That's your experience with this stuff. So what do I do? I take the life jacket, I get on the damn kayak, and I start chasing this motherfucker. A mile and a half later, I catch it. Jesus. Holy ball sacks. You went the distance to that for that fucking now, unicorn. Going out after the unicorn, of course, I'm go kind of going with the current and with the chop for the most part, so that's not horrible. Mm-hmm. Did you learn Going back? I get the unicorn and I get the ring deflated so I can at least get this thing under my legs on the kayak. You put the fucking unicorn underneath his legs. <laughs> and I turn around and I start. By this point, Crystal had gotten her cousin and they got in a vehicle out on the other peninsula because I'm on a I'm near a completely different peninsula. <laughs> and I have to row half a mile back against the current in this four to six inch chop, which I am repeatedly getting circled by fucking <laughs> pontoon boats, which is making this like a foot deep trying to get through it in a kayak with a unicorn head between his legs. No, and nobody wanted to fucking stop and. You know, maybe offer to pull the guy in the kayak trying to fight the current? No. No. No, it looked like you were having fun. 
<laughs> no. Motherfuckers stared at me like I was on crack. Well, you, you did had a You, you did... had a kayak and a unicorn. You, you, <laughs> I, you went on a I rescue would, mission for a unicorn. I, I would try to flag them down. Oh, They'd wave at me. How you doing? Motherfucker. No, you're, I, you're on the internet. I'm pretty sure of it. I am. I, I I would put money on the fact that you're on the internet somewhere right now, dude. Goes saving fucking unicorn and kayak. He is a unicorn savior. So oh, yeah, I, and let me tell you, all of this happened fast enough that I hadn't even gotten sunscreen on myself. So you crisped up. So my shoulders and the lower lower third of my back that the life jacket did not cover completely crisp. Like I almost was blistered. Not quite. Well, the water almost. reflects the sunlight and mm -hmm. further burns you. Yeah. Well, and it was actually a little bit overcast. Because, you know, all those storm fronts were kind of coming in several hours later. So, and that's even worse, actually, than direct sunlight. So, I got to, so the thing that me and Rusty were making fun of him for is because, so, this, we recorded the last show on, the, the, well, this was, was this on the third? This this was on the third. Uh, no, was it? Yeah, it was on the third. No, it was the week after, right? It was, I can't remember. Anyways, the, where he was camping, we were recording, and it was fucking monsoon outside. Oh, yeah, I had to, like, yeah, that's the whole reason why I and, was... And uh, we were thinking, maybe, hopefully Jason's not flooded in his fucking tent. Yeah, no, I we don't, were thinking... What, what happened? Yeah, so... I mean, you responded, so I wasn't worried anymore. Right. So, we got... Uh, so, of course, I get done with all that. By the time I get done with all that, almost an hour and a half has passed, right? So, Crystal goes swimming for a few minutes, rounds up the kids, whatever. We get back over to the campsite. I make lunch. And I go in the tent and just sit in front of the air conditioner the rest of the afternoon. All the while, about 4 o'clock, Crystal comes in there and goes, So, yeah, there's a lot of red on this map. This is going to be as bad as we feared it might be. And they're saying 30 to 40 mile an hour winds. So we're packing up up here. Okay. So I started packing the stuff inside the tent so I could stay fairly close to the air conditioner because at this point I'm completely zapped. While they packed up everything outside. And we beat the storms out of there by about 15 minutes. So you didn't have to dick with that. You, you So you didn't float. Well, you, you did float... There was a lot of things that happened that day. <laughs> there were. <laughs> there was a there was a lot of things that happened that day. You caught a UFO. You rescued a fucking unicorn. Uh, <laughs> and you packed up just before a monsoon. Be yeah. Besides the fact you got crisp like a fucking you know fried egg, and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the. Uh... And you're on the internet someplace. I'm pretty sure of it. The the kayak I was on. Oh Whoop. fuck you! Shit. If you're that was 
that that was yeah, not okay. much came out. The kayak I was on was that without the backrest. Okay, so he's showing me a picture of a uh, uh, of a uh, sit-on kayak, not the kind of you know kayak where you put your legs into a hole, and uh, so it's more yeah. like a, a big paddleboard. It's almost. more like a big paddleboard with you know kind of a seat cut into it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's more, it, they're dubbed fishing kayaks. Fishing kayak, that's what it is. Okay. I don't know. I don't kayak or fish, so there's, but, there's that. Um, but it wasn't mine. It was the parks. But now, okay. I, now I could, uh, I could totally see how you would have a unicorn head right between your legs the entire time. Actually, it, it, it was out on my left. It was out on your left. So my legs were between the head and the tail. Oh. <laughs> because, you know. <laughs> you are on the internet someplace. I'm pretty, sure. I'm pretty sure I am. Jesus Christ. Though I can't seem to find it. So, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, camping. Um, I prefer my camping to be done in April or late October. I prefer uh, my camping to be done up north where it's actually like, you know, not not terrible. Yeah. I prefer well, my camping to be done during deer season. I <laughs> uh, that's when I prefer mine. Deer camp. Deer camp is good. I don't I don't really want to camp and I don't have to. Jessa doesn't like camping either, so it's it's uh, very mutual. Hey, but you just got to get yourself a good camper. The with AC. The one reason I finally caught this thing, though, <laughs> was I am about... I'm about... I'm RV. I'm finally about 10 yards from this damn floaty. And a bass boat that had been watching me do this the entire time... They're the ones that put you on YouTube. Went and stopped the float, and he brought the float to me... The entire time. But then wouldn't pull me back to shore. He didn't want to. Did it? What did he tell you? Huh? Why didn't he? Why wouldn't he pull you back? He's like, I'm almost gonna guess I gotta get out of here. He's got a fucking he's, trolling motor. He's just a fucking dick. <laughs> he's got a trolling motor that's electric. Fucking, you know, turn the fucking battery on. Go. Right. I mean, all you have to do is get to shore for fuck's sake. Yeah. It'd be like, uh, I'm on shore. It's not like you're that far from a fucking road. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. No, he he was like Some, now sometimes people are dicks. We gotta we gotta make this YouTube video at least ten minutes long for the ads. So right. so with cutting down all of the repetitive, you know, paddling and like struggle bus of you fucking getting getting to the fucking unicorn, he had to at least show the end of it. <laughs> That's the, something uh, I kind of regret. I wish I'd have went boating somewhere this summer. Oh, you you can do that. All all things water. Fuck you. All all things water. I I actually told this to Rusty doesn't swim. I I, I told this to. Uh, I don't um, like drowning, so I'm a very strong swimmer. Um. Well, <clears throat> I float. Um. I don't swim. I just float. I'm very buoyant. Um. 
<laughs> I had to tell this to a coworker. He's like, I've got a boat. You want to go like, you know, go to the lake, fucking fish, swim, whatever the fuck. And I'm like, no, like not only no, but hell no. And, uh, and he's like, why? And I said, you won't ever get me into these waters. You won't get me into any water. The only water that I might even possibly consider getting into is Lake Michigan. And that's it. And it's mainly because I know what the fuck goes on here. And I know what lives in these fucking waters. And I know what's in these fucking fish. Yes. And I also don't. The occasional water moccasin. The occasional water moccasin? They're all over the place. Cottonmouths are all over the fucking place. Water water rockets is all over the fucking place. I guess uh, I don't have a real strong... Alligator turtles are all over the fucking place. Alligator are all the fucking place. Like, fucking, like, there's, there's fish that have the word snakehead as a qualifier. I am all right with not getting into any water. Period. It reminds me, so, my buddy Jason lives... So, he's been running a marina now for about 20 years. And he, uh... You know, he has boats that he rents, and of course, sometimes when I go out there, we just get on a boat. He had, I can't remember what we named it, but he had this pontoon boat that was completely stripped down. So it literally was a deck, a motor, and three chairs, and that was it, and a stereo that was built into the dash where the wheel was. Okay. And it reminds me of just like we're talking about this. It's like, yeah, we used to go out on that piece of shit pontoon boat at its top speed of like 35 miles an hour and get it out. And in the middle of the lake and get drunk as fuck listening to music or whatever out there in the fucking sun baking. But I do remember that being kind of fun. I don't know why, but it was fun. Okay. No shelter. Middle of the fucking, you know, middle of the fucking lake getting drunk with no top. Yeah, pretty much. It was not bad. Dude, I'd be like crispy fucking bacon. I, I was I was up north and saw the sun for like five hours, turned out red, and started peeling. Fuck this but shit. Speaking of all this, it wouldn't be that bad to... Now that, you know, I work, as long as I have an internet connection, me and one of the people I work with were talking about this new service. So, I guess, I think it's Sprint has a 5G internet service that you can get that's not... It's faster than DSL. Okay. And our work requirements are actually fairly low. Like, you only have to have 15 up and, like, 5 down total. Uh, okay. I was thinking about that. It's like, I could just work forever. Ever? Yeah, no. From anywhere. Don't even even think about it. Don't even do it. No. Why not? Just don't do it. The idea of, like, you know, going out and doing that is even worse than having a dedicated spot for doing it. I, I guarantee you. It's like, I'll just it. set it up in the in the front seat, and I'll work from there, and then I'll... Don't do it. Take my break, go to the campfire. No. Don't do it. Because it ruins literally everywhere you go. Guarantee you. Anybody that's you know that, say, that says, oh, I've got the freedom to work from any place and do anything I want to and do everything, uh, you know, do it anywhere I want to. As soon as they do, they're like... I don't want to go to the coffee shop. It reminds me of work. I don't want to go to this fucking park because it reminds me of work. 
And basically, you're now taking all the things that you, you know, the places that you would have considered fun or nice to go to and associate, associating them with a possibility of work. Whereas if you have one dedicated shit spot where you could do your shit and you can leave that shit in the shit spot, you leave that shit in the shit spot. That is why they make bathrooms, sir. That's why you don't shit all over the house. You go to a fucking room to shit and you leave that shit there. <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> analogy. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't do it. I could, I'll, I just don't. I have, I've, I I've routinely been there, don't do that. <laughs> I go through these YouTube holes where I watch these people that travel all over the place, you know, and they all quote unquote work from home or do some kind of job that they can work <laughs> yes. remote. And I think about that quite often. Like there's a guy, him and his wife sailboat literally all around the world. And he does all of his work in the cabin. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't even went off there. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, you, you could you could do that, and and I guess see in the sailboat if he does the sailboat thing and the working uh, working the sailboat in the cap, you know, while he's doing the in the cabin thing, and then he can like leave the cabin and be like somewhere else in the world. Okay, I can I can understand that because he leaves his shit in the cabin. <laughs> the cabin is his shit spot. Nobody wants to be in the cabin of a sailboat. Have you ever been in one of them fuckers? It's like claustrophobia, like times three. Uh, yeah. Okay, I can understand that. He's got a he's got a mobile shit spot. The shit spot. <laughs> we can't name it that, but uh, we'll, we'll call it the crap box. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that that's that is that that's what it is. There's a uh, it's a terrible fucking balance. You have to you have to deal with that. You have to have a spot, and then you you it's are right where to, I'm sitting right now. Uh, yes, but you only hear when when uh, you're, you're fam- facing the a different direction. See, there's there's a difference. You're talking into this mic, not that mic. Uh, <laughs> It, I literally it, on it makes video conference most of the day in that other spot or in that other direction. It's so 45 hours a week. And you're only here for another couple hours on a Saturday. So and, and, and then we get to and then we get to shoot shit. So it is a video game podcast. And I want to redirect a little bit. Um, Jason, with all this shit going on, did you actually get any game in, or what are you is, doing right is now? Is there a lot of shit going on? There's a, like we've been talking about shit for like a lot. I know we've of just shit. been talking about shit, Full shit, on shit, 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 shit. We're just... Can um, we add another shit in there somewhere? Fucking shit! All right. <laughs> just wanted to make sure that we got our shit quota. Uh, yes, I'm still on the uh, the modded Fallout Four saga. Um, because, you know, most, pretty much most of everything I did, uh, up until July 4th was, uh, <laughs> with Fallout 4 since we last recorded was trying to set up all the mods I wanted and having them work correctly, especially since, uh, Steam seems to have a problem with Fallout 4 script extender. Which you pretty much have to run with most of the newer mods now. Yeah, because uh, those mods are huge and it wasn't mm-hmm. made for that. 
Yeah. You know, um, I'm having flashbacks for about three or four years ago because Justin did the same thing and he was talking about all the multitudes of mods that he had to do. And apparently Google is also like clairvoyant because what Google had just given, you know, given me just before the podcast was how to make Fallout 4 look beautiful with only 25 mods. <laughs> and with I'm sitting only there going, 25. When I'm sitting there going, only? <laughs> um, I'm running about 30 mods right now. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's um, that's what I was telling Jason before granted, we started the show. Is I, ha- Half of those mods are like different outfit and weapons mods because, you know, more outfits in the game. Outfits? It's a first-person shooter. No, you. I play it in third person a lot. I play it in third person a lot. That's that's the part um, that I'm having when when I'm out expo- exploring. I play in third person a lot, and then when combat starts, I usually tend to go into first person. But see, for VR, I probably won't get the outfit mods because I'm not going to care what my character looks like. It'll just be the weapon mods and the graphic mods. And I was telling Jason and before this, I was like, I have a a little bit of a hard time with Fallout 4 and VR, and that's going to be one of my projects over the next couple of months, probably. Um, because I like to play seated, right? And it's not that I'm a lazy fuck. It's just that's one of those games you want to play for longer than 45 minutes to an hour. And when you're playing VR, um, if you're playing anything kind of active, standing up does kind of get rough. Um, especially, like, when you're driving humans, I have a hard time just standing up and driving a human all the time. Cause I like to play full motion and, uh, which means you use the thumbsticks to, to move. And so I decided to try sitting down and I was just dicking with it to see if it worked. And when you're sitting down in a chair, right, you have to adjust the world size so that it adjusts your height. And then suddenly you feel like a giant because you just lowered the ceiling and your body says I'm sitting but the room got smaller, right? And then you look down at your hands and you've got these little tiny hands like, uh, what's the fuck? What's that fucking movie? Like your strong hand. Like I just, I don't know what it's scary movie too. Yeah. You, you've got these little bitty hands. So like, think of your hands about half the size that they are right now. Fuck. Did you pull that out of your head? Like seriously. Anyway, continue. It's my favorite of uh, the scary movies. Okay, so, you're crazy. This is an auditory show, but I'm showing the guys like if you take your hands, just, you pull it down, and you're like pinching a piece of rice, right? And then you shrink your hands down. That's what it feels like your little bitty T-Rex hands are in Fallout because you're sitting and you know you have a lot of reach, right? But your hands move like awkwardly too far when you're sitting down and you adjust the world size so, so your hands reach way out so you, you 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 feel like you've got like a 14 foot wingspan yeah so it's just it's a little bit disorienting and i think i'll get used to it or i'll just stand up and play i don't know but that's that's the weird thing i'm getting used to right now because i it's again fallout 4 is not a short game so it's i want to play it for a long amount of time i want to stretch out and relax you're a human in a mech suit. That's what it comes down to. Just think of that. I got to think I'm a, a tiny three-foot human in a mech suit because I've just shrank my height quite a bit. So, okay. So 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 you're uh, so you're um, a munchkin in a I'm in bite a... size. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, yeah. 
But yeah, like uh, just getting used to the little bitty baby hands, baby, baby hands, um, is odd. You're so soft. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, I do want to play it again. It was more of just a, I'm going to fire this up and see if it works. And I did that and I was satisfied. I was like, okay, this works. I can definitely mod this. I've got it on super sampling and it looks good. And I think I want to uh, try beautifying it a little bit and seeing how we do. But, um, uh, yeah. this is the state of games right now. We're Which, looking at fucking games that came out, oh, a long ass time ago. And well, we're going to fucking mod the piss out of them and try and, and force it into fucking VR and fucking make it work, uh, on our lazy asses. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I, I, I did play a, a significant amount of, uh, Mass Effect 2 remastered. Yeah. And then, yeah. which still looks great. After six weeks, he finally got back into it. And then, um, I want to actually review a game. I haven't even started. I haven't even started that game. I haven't even, I don't, I didn't even purchase it yet. And you might as well just wait for a sale now. The, okay. I will. So, thanks. Um, thanks. Thanks for that. It was on sale. It won't be on sale for a while. But... One of the other things that I did try uh-huh. was, um, and I want to review it now, is a Stirring Abyss. Okay. And my overall impression is good. Um, let me tell you the bad first. The bad first is it's just too short. Okay. Um, it's it's a- got an endless mode. I didn't really want to mess with the endless mode. Um, it took me about almost 15 hours to beat. It's a turn-based game, very much uh, Cthulhu-themed, underwater diver XCOM 1. Okay. And because you're building your submarine and you're repurposing the rooms to do different things like operate on the squid people or um, give yourself a resurrection room for give yourself an occult room because, you know, you got occult powers. Um, In a submarine. In in a crashed submarine. In a crashed submarine, yeah. You start off trying to pump water out of the submarine and then that's kind of like the same effect in XCOM where you clean the debris out of the room and then you build something in that room uh, or I guess XCOM 2 and then it does the same thing you pump water out of the room and then you build a thing in that room and then you get those materials so in this case you get the materials from random things on the map so you'll find copper on the seabed floor or salvage or whatever right these different resources you find on the floor of the sea and then you take that back with you and use that to do the room which gives you some kind of bonus or stat or like, I had a torpedo room, right, which gave me a torpedo shot, which was very helpful in the end boss. Um, do really like the art design. The art design, very reminiscent of a comic book, is what I would say. But are kind of a dark comic. It felt kind of 70s. Uh, I like that quite a bit. Um, okay. Like, classic, classic dark comic art, I guess, would be the only thing I could think of. But anyways, um, yeah, so it plays like XCOM's turn-based movement. It's action point-based, so you've got like a total of two action points, and depending on your movement distance and the items that you have depends on what you can do in those two action points. Um, but it, uh, yeah, my biggest gripe is it's just too short. I really did want more after that. Um, my biggest draw to it was the art style. The combat was pretty decent. Very service- serviceable is not the right word. Very fun. Um there was an ability I had where I could CC enemies. So I'd turn all the enemies against another enemy with one of the occult powers that I had. 
Um, I had another ability, like I had AOE abilities. I had a badass spear gun. Um, I found different items on the seafloor that I could use to enhance my diver's abilities. And then I started to mutate my divers um, with, you know, that's just without explaining it. That's, that's the thing that happens, right? So I had a guy that could consume corpses and get health back. I had a guy that had a squid arm that could grab things and pull them to him. Did you call him Squidward? I did not. You should have. Um, I had a guy with a crab arm that did a lot of extra damage with his crab arm. Mr. Krabs. Yeah. So, and it, you know, as you, as you mutate him, right, the, the divers change, right? He had the squid arm. He had the crab arm, which I thought was neat, you know. Tell me, was there a sponge? No, there was not a sponge. <laughs> um, not sp- I'm sorry. It's not, not uh, SpongeBob. But There's anyways. no pineapple under the sea. Uh, but overall, um, 30 bucks seems like a little bit much for this game at full price, considering the length. It, the quality is high. I will give it that. Like, the story and the writing and everything is really high. I ended up getting it on sale for 15 which was the perfect price for it. Okay. Um, so, unless they add several more missions to the game, um, or another map, like, it just... It doesn't feel like enough game for the asking price. Um, even though I know that the game was really well designed, etc. Um, I do like it. It's just <laughs> it's just it was really good, etc. But <laughs> but thirty dollars seems like a lot for a fifteen hour game. I'm pretty sure for a fifteen hour turn based game, like where a lot of your time spent is in the decisions you make, not necessarily in the actual gameplay. You know I'm what I mean? Pretty sure that they went that route because of the endless mode that you didn't give a chance and uh i'm not sure i'm i'm actually looking up the game i can't really say for sure what you know what it is because it was it was an indie find that i got interested in in a sale that had happened or not a sale you know like the steam summer event last year that the showcase right I found it on there, downloaded the demo, and was like, I do want to give this a try, but I'm going to wait till it's on sale or it comes out on Game Pass because I keep getting burned with things coming out on Game Pass after I buy them. Um, so it went on sale, the Steam Summer Sale, snagged it, picked it up, played it, beat it. And I'm on that path right now of playing and beating things, which is why I'm playing Mass Effect right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but- he gave me all this, uh, all of the 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 reasons why he would uh, he's only playing fucking games that he can beat right now. Um, yeah. He uh, and he was about ready. He was. He got mad at me. He, yeah, because Rusty kept saying, "You need to play Final Fantasy. You need to play Final Fantasy. We could play something else." And I was like, "I don't want to fucking play an MMO." I, the The reason I don't want to, and I know we were playing. Me and Rusty did cancel our ESO subscriptions. Yeah, and, and the reason for that is the game's too fucking easy. Um, it really is. It and got, if you can steamroll just about everything in the fucking game, and there's no mechanics whatsoever. It's, just it, it didn't it didn't feel right to me. It was to the point of like after we had both like mutually decided we were not going to pay for the subscription. Like I started playing um, like Souls like games because I need a challenge, and then I decided that I didn't need that much challenge right now. <laughs> and so finally, we landed on a Game Pass game the other night that we're having fun with. It has does have some issues. It is early access, and it's called Second Extinction. Yeah, and. Rusty, uh, what uh, is Second uh, Extinction? Uh, so, in, in my, uh, in, in 
the, there was I, I get news uh, gaming news sent to my phone every day. Um, I, I don't use an app or anything like that. I just use uh, I just set it up so that my you know gaming news just comes to my phone and pings me every so often. Uh, and I ended up with a Forbes article about uh, uh, about Second Extinction. It's like re- you know reason why you want to you know, you should give this game a try. And I'm like okay. This being an early access game, I'll give it a shot. Uh, and it's like it, the the easiest way to describe this is um, it's dinosaur horde, horde mode uh, with little mini missions. Um, <clears throat> not quite as hectic as say you know Vermintide's hordes, but it can get kind of crazy. Uh, so the uh, the the basics are you fucking drop from space, I guess. Uh, you have five characters that you can play with a bunch of different you know, weapons with uh, a lot of perks that you have to unlock with dinosaur parts and stuff like that. You drop from space. They give you a mission. Uh, if you're playing the campaign, you just go to a spot uh, and, and do the missions. The missions are actually done fairly well, but the main force and the only thing that's alive on the planet is... Dinosaurs, mutated fuck you, fuck you, dinosaurs that like come out of like the ground and come out, you know, like crawl up your asshole and try to claw your insides out. They're everywhere and they spit acid at you sometimes. Uh, and they get it, it, it gets kind of stupid if you don't control the dinosaur population with your guns. Um, <laughs> um it's uh, it is a, uh, uh, there's weird, weird moments in that game. Like when you first drop, there's like literally nothing going on until the dinosaurs notice that you're around and then they kind of come out of the woodwork sometimes. And then there's like full on dead spots where nothing happens and you're just running across the map. And that's one of the big things is this, this map is, it's fairly large, but it's one map. It's you know there's no variation I'd to say it. it's probably like what about three miles square or four, four miles square maybe it's it's a it's big but it's smaller than you think um like I've explored I would say pretty much most of the uh, island in just a couple a uh, couple of missions um it's about maybe a quarter of the size of the Ark Island. If, if that makes sense. Yeah, you could run end-to-end in about 10 minutes, maybe? Uh, a little less than that, I think, if you went straight through. It's, if it, it didn't break it up with mountains and things right, like that. Right, They do have paths and mountains that you, you know, that kind of break things up, and you do have to kind of get around things. Um, but the main gameplay loop is uh, you, are, uh, you are doing these little mini missions, like uh, you're shooting crates up into space for supplies or you're clearing out, you know, uh, dinosaur hollows and uh, clearing out uh, dino infestations and stuff like that. So you can get research and that research is the currency that you use to buy upgrades for your weapons. Yeah. And the, the perks unlock with the parts that you get. Right, and so the dinosaurs sometimes they'll drop parts that you can you know you just run over and they you know they auto pick up, which is kind of nice, um, because 
in the crazier situations, like most, uh, I think the craziest situations that we ran into were some extractions from some, you know, from some certain places. So when you get done with your mission, you have to extract back to, you know, back to your home base in space, I guess. Uh, and they send down a little uh, a ship to come get you. And it takes like a minute and a half uh, for them to, you know, fly to your location. And during that time, literally every dinosaur known to existence, plus it's like bastardized children come out and, you know, try to ass fuck you with their claws. Um, and they go absolutely fucking batshit crazy. It goes from raptors to alpha raptors to these things called flatbacks, which are kind of like ankylosauruses. Um, and they are, they're impenetrable until you flip them over and they only flip over if you they're, can do damage to their underside when they, you know, just before or just after they attack or you shock the piss out of them. Um, there's spitter, uh, spitter dinos. There's these armor, uh, these, uh, armored dinos that kind of come out with like bone armor arms and a forehead bone plate. There's trikes with fucking bone plates, you know, you know, armor. Uh, there's a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex that want to eat your face uh, and pretty much everything else. Um, I think that's, uh, oh, and there's variations of those things too. Cause there's like, there's Necroraptors that fucking deep, you know, debuff you. So you can't use your abilities. Uh, there's a fucking flatback that does the same thing. And I guess in the harder difficulties, yeah, they have like shock and fire, and they have and different abilities. Yeah, they did. They have a lot more abilities that they can throw at you, and it just you know, and they there's more and more and more of them. But basically, it's good dumb fun. Yeah the the biggest holdback on this is that it needs another map, and it needs more missions, and that's something that me and Rusty have kind of realized is it needs those things. Yes, but <clears throat> we are having fun with what's there. They could have. They could have maybe see one map is kind of like one region. If they had more regions and about I don't know three times more of the uh, of the uh, campaign missions because well the like campaign six, doesn't seem like it's over yet. So I, no, it's it's it, there's no finale. Near. So there's nowhere near over. And to you know, to be honest, if um if if they don't do missions, they could do missions with mutators. Like, for instance, the the um, the missions that you have. One of the missions is to go to these uh, uh, hangar bays, pull out some drop ships from the hangar bays, and send them up to space. Um, which forces you to go to basically like three different places on the map, clear out the dinosaurs, pull out the fucking uh, you know drop ships. And uh, and use the radio beacon to uh, have the, you know, the great arc in the sky or some fucking bullshit. Uh, the, the one thing about this game is I have no idea what the fucking story is because I've skipped it all. Um, <laughs> but there's uh, enough. There's just enough there to kind of, you know, what you know to to get you interested. And then after, like, the sixth fucking campaign mission, it just ends. And you end up having to do those same missions over again on harder difficulties, I guess, because that's all there is to it. That's what we've been doing. But the So the game does look good. 
Yes. Right? It does look good. The game it, looks good. It feels chunky. The guns feel pretty chunky. Yeah. There's, um, some the guns are better than others. are amazing. Some guns are better than others. Yeah. But and the, but the, the, the rocket the, launcher is more of like a shoe launcher. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll, maybe with some modifiers, it gets better. Possibly. I got the rocket launcher and I was not impressed. <laughs> but like the, you know, we, so tip for anybody else that's new playing this, you right. have to put points into the modifiers that you buy. So you take the unlock points that you have, and then you've got to put them in the modifiers in order for those things to happen. There's- and then if you want to fire something like dragon's breath, you need to pull the trigger and hold it and then it turns into fire or you you have to actually read the tooltips the thing is is um we played in uh a a uh a decent amount i would say that we put uh, a good few hours in probably like five six hours before we realized Um, that you have you have to actually put points into the perks for them to work. Me and you have already put over almost 12 hours into that game. That's crazy sauce. But we played for the longest time unlocking these perks for the weapons, but never putting points into the perks to activate them. And we thought that the game was broken. And that is probably one of the biggest things that, you know, that they could, if, if, Anybody's listening from that team, which I highly doubt, um, that needs to be tutorialized in some way. It needs to be put into the game a little bit easier. There's also, uh, there's, there's a few points. It's very early access as far as I'm concerned, because it still has some points that need to be ironed out. Like picking, a, 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 when you're going through and tr- uh, trying to upgrade your guns, it's not readily apparent what character can use what gun and some of the characters can't use certain guns. Um, so having, having that be listed somewhere on the gun page where you're doing the upgrade would be beneficial. Um, yeah, if I unlock the machine gun, I want to know what characters can use machine gun. And we figured out that it was the two heavies and um, Ortega, the, the true one trooper. That's the weapons master. Right. But, you know, I didn't know that the uh, tra- that trapper, the the old man who could use shotguns, and once I figured out he could use shotguns and wasn't restricted to just a sniper rifle, yeah, I was like, oh. I'll just use the old man then. Yeah. Because? Because satchel charges. And, and beards. Um, well, the so the abilities are not bad. So the, Justin what, has to play a character with a beard. It's well, just, that's just the way it is. So we... Uh, when we were playing the other night, last night, I think, um, figured out that I could stick satchel charges on these ankylosauruses and then shoot the satchel charge and flip them over that way, mm. which is actually pretty satisfying. It, and then I've got, on the last mission, when you finally figured out perks, um, I figured out that I could uh, set a perk that would also cut the cooldown down, cool down time randomly, giving my cooldowns back. Uh-huh. For the shotgun, so now I'm using the shotgun all the time so I can continue to throw satchel charges out and flip dinos over. Okay. Well, so I I have been basically playing 95% of the time as a character named Rosie, which is overly happy to be there killing dinosaurs, I would say. She is so bubbly. 
Um, kind of a psychopath. She's she's just like super fucking happy to be part of a team, and she's just refreshingly just crazy. Um, she's not insane. She just uh, she just loves being there with people and killing dinosaurs. Um, she is super fucking tanky. Uh, she regenerates her health passively. And she has a group-wide heal as long as you're close by, which is an encouragement. She thumbs up people and says, you're doing a good job, you know, and and it's a heal. Um, yeah, she's she is the equivalent of a badass receptionist. Um, but, like, <laughs> the overall, yeah, the synergy between the characters works pretty well. Yeah, there's some characters there's... that are a little... There's only five characters, right? Well, it's just like I'm still not real good with Amir, and Amir is the one that has the grenade launcher. Now that I've got an impact grenade launcher, I think that'll make that a lot better. Amir is an operative. He has the lowest health of the group. He's got uh, half the health as Rosie. Less than that. So the health bars in this game are like, you know, are, you know, little pips that will go down. And Rosie has like six. Amir has two. Three. Two. Three. I've been playing him a while. Okay. Well. He's got one really large one and two little bitty ones. Okay. Well, he basically can't get hit at all. Otherwise, he's like, he's paper thin as far as that's concerned. Whereas Rosie can basically go and pet the dinosaurs and be fine. Um, <laughs> and that's what I do with the butt of my gun. Um, <laughs> but... With, as far as good, dumb, fun, like me and Rusty are kind of planning on playing that after we're done with the show. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the power holds out. Provided that the thunderstorm doesn't cause any problems. Um, uh, yeah. So that's, it was just one of those random things. We're, we're super duper fucking hungry for a co-op game. And we were lo looking for co-op PVE games. That, you know, that they we don't can have play. zombies because Rusty won't play zombies. Because? Because State of Decay and Zombie Army 4 are out. Yeah. And zombies. You won't play games with Weeboos in it, so fuck you. Um, uh, zombies are way cooler. But come on. I mean, I'm just, uh, I, these are things that then we 14 stick year olds, on. 14 year olds with, with little tiger ears. We're, these are things that we're stuck on. Zombies, for me, is a trope that just won't fucking die. They're undead. Um, and Bad pun. I know. It's just bad. That's the reason why I hate them, is because they're bad. They're, as a trope, it's just overdone. Um, and you won't play a character that can't grow a beard, so there's that. Um... <laughs> if I could see my character, I want it to be kind of like me. You see, I play games to escape me because I'm not very fond of me. I'm sad now. Um, <laughs> it's just we haven't had an op uh, an opportunity to play a whole lot of games now. Say, or a whole lot of new co op games. So, you know, our uh, our co-op options when we go to play co-op was dwarves or dwarves, and now it's dwarves, dwarves, or dinos. Um, the three Ds. So there's that. 
but I've coming up soon will be orcs. Yeah, we've got Orcs Must Die comes out. We've got um, The Ascent. The Ascent, I think, is going to be a short-lived situation. It's it's an RPG, so it's going to end. Um, and whereas, you know, co-op games, you know, with, with you... It, damn, dog. Beat the fuck out of your head. Um, she just tried to jump into, you know, jump up into my face and hit the fucking table. Um, but yeah, she... Uh, yeah right um games oh yeah as far as uh as far as rpg games are are, are concerned i think the ascent will be fine for a little bit but because it's got an end it's going to also be one of those situations that we we can't like reliably play i mean Um, we could always try darksiders genesis at some point as well yeah i guess but that there's yeah i don't know I know I'm probably going to end up playing the fucking Back for Blood, even though it is zombies. Um, just because I need a good shooter. Well, there's Back for Blood, and we got that new Aliens game that's coming out next month. There's uh, Aliens, you know, Fireteam Elite. So we've basically got, next week we've got Orcs, the week after that we've got The Ascent, and then we've got three weeks after that before aliens comes out and then another six or eight weeks until back for blood comes out. So we've got some options, but we'll have to be creative. We've got dark siders Genesis. We could give a shot co-op. And if Jason would ever jump in multiplayer, we could play some Vermintide too, or dwarves or fucking, you know, new, a new dino crisis. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's it's a it's a three person squad for fucking second extinction, mm. and it's on Game Pass. So I don't have Game Pass. I'm working on it. Get yourself Game Pass. You know, ultimate for PC. It's a download. It didn't take very long to download for either of us. And fucking you know, get it's in like there and, eight gigs and and and, and play because it it's a three person squad and we're three people and <laughs> it basically is a game built for us. Fuck you. Get this goddamn shit together. Go. Ow. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. So I think we ought to take a break. All right, we'll be right back. back i tried to me and lola decided we were going to go to the bathroom outside and it was lightning you were and uh i saw it i was like i wonder if it's actually raining it's raining a little bit yeah i footballed hers which means that i grabbed her under my arm and we ran outside together and we both decided it sucked we saw a flash of lightning and we both ran back inside yes so not a thing happening right now. There was a there was a lot of nope that just happened, and now she's hiding from him. Yeah, she's under a blanket right now. She's like, oh, the, there was a whole lot of fuck you out there, and uh, we're, we're, we're not doing that today. She'll hold her poop a very long time if the outside is suck. <laughs> the outside is definitely suck right now. Um, but there's not a lot of news. I was looking for PAX East, uh, or PAX, it's PAX Prime right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's PAX Prime right now, I believe. 
Well, there's a PAX going there's on. There's a PAX. And there's nothing there coming out of it. Is pretty there sure a PAX? That, I'm pretty sure there's a PAX right now. I don't... Uh, seriously? Yeah, I'm just not seeing a lot going on. Maybe it's about to come up. It, uh, uh, July 15th through the 18th? Yeah. Okay. And uh haven't seen anything. Maybe by the time that That's we... PAX Online. It's PAX Online? Is this one all the way online? July, PAX East. Yeah. July 15th to the 18th. That's PAX Boston, right? It's, yeah. it's yeah, PAX on, online is what they're calling it <laughs> because that is where that's not actually at a place. It is PAX East online. It's not the next one that's actually in a, uh, in a location explains- this year. Is September and that's PAX West. That in ex- Seattle. That's interesting. So I did this from the Tiltcast Twitter, I believe. But I was, you know, I follow the PAX convention and they had mentioned something about it being, uh, you know, there being, you having to wear a face mask and then having to take temperature and having reduced um, capacity. Right. And I remember making a comment that got a whole bunch of likes of, if we're going to go that restrictive, why don't we just do it online like everything else right now? Right. So that the rest of us can make it in if it's only going to be like one third or one quarter of the size. That's pretty- And so I, I guess I probably wasn't the only one thinking that. Nope. Well, they're doing it. You know, that's it says it's uh, PAX online and the location is your home exclamation mark. How much is a ticket? Um, for I don't know. It's like... I'm gonna have to look more. Let, why don't we? Why don't we put that on the side, and let's come back to that next week because I am really actually interested in how that worked. Okay, yeah, because that's a that that I is mean, a thing. Th- if anything great came out of COVID, it was being able to remote into things. Well, right, remote it's, remote it's, work, remote convention, remote concert, double edged sword. Yeah, there's there's part of it that sucks. Yeah, but there is also a super convenient side of that that we have the tech to do a lot of these things. You know. Yeah, so, but it, I mean, it's 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 kind of like happening right now. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll find out a little bit more about what's going on, you know, and what has, if anything, has actually set, been. If set there's on any kind of one. free stream for it, I'll probably stream it on my iPad while I work tomorrow. Um, pretty sure there is somewhere. Um, I think you have to have a badge, you know, like a ticket, a virtual ticket. I don't know. We'll figure it out. There's there's definitely well, there's things happening. There's a $15 happening. day pass. I'd totally pay it. Well, I mean, tomorrow's the last day for it, so you better get on that shit. Um, um, that aside, though, something came out. The So Steam uh, wants to get into the mobile space again. Gabe, what the fuck, man? Like, uh, seriously. Like, yeah, the Steam Deck. Mr. Mr. fucking, like, you know, we want games in literally every hand ever. Um, you know, the, uh, St. Gaben, uh, <laughs> is, uh, has created a thing called, uh, the, the steam deck to, uh, uh, he wants you to forget the steam controller existed and just get the steam deck. The steam deck is basically a handheld device, kind of like a switch, only it takes the, uh, the idea of taking your PC games portable to a, uh, to a natural a whole progression. new level, a, a natural progression of things, 
They're not the first ones to come up with a handheld PC that does, you know, like yeah. PC games. But considering that, you know, Valve has, like, basically all the game money, um, they've got the capital to push, you know, push some things into a piece of hardware. Now, it, one big difference to this is this has actual physical GPU cores. Yeah, so this is not a streaming deck. This is an actual PC. Uh, yeah, but it uses this weird RDNA 2 architecture. Yeah. So it's got eight compute units for a total of 512 cores. Okay. So to give you an idea, that's if you compare it to an Xbox Series X, that comes with 20 RDNA 2, 2 CUs. Um, the idea is 720p on this small screen. Right, so the it's, it's got a CPU clock speed of three point five gigahertz is the processor that's on it, and it's a Zen two is what it is, I guess. I think so. I the the GPU the GPU clocks at one point six gigahertz, which ain't bad. Okay, but these just are, limited compute units on it. These are the, it's going to be about the same as a uh, mid tier gaming laptop as far as specs are concerned, in the form factor of a Switch, essentially. Yeah. Um, It's running a 1280 by 800 resolution at 60 hertz. So you're going to be able to play, you know, most games at, you know, about medium settings. I would say it's 720p um, fairly comfortably. Uh, And the battery life is... Anywhere between two to eight hours is what they said on the website. Two hours being the most int- graphically intense games, whereas eight hours is kind of like your, you know, your not so intense games like your indies and whatnot. Um, the uh, there's three different price points for it. The cheapest being you know three ninety nine, uh, and the most expensive is uh, six forty nine. Yeah, six forty nine. Yeah, but there's. So the, the mid tier and the top tier are NVMEs, right? The 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 difference is the you know the speed and the capacity of of your uh, onboard storage. Uh, it's uh, it, it's noted that it's running SteamOS now, but because it is a uh, because it is actually a PC, it's possible to format it, put Windows on it, and if you wanted to do Windows. Um, and they even came out and said you could put on fucking others, you know, other game stores if you want to, you know, you know, on the device. So Epic game store, if you want to fucking you play fucking whatever. Um, and I'm sure it's had to have that capability because if you're wanting to play like Ubisoft games, you have to have like you play on it. Um, the, uh, the, the, the difference is. Not in the uh, graphics capability between those price points. It's just the storage. Uh, it does have an SD card slot, so you could add additional storage if you want to. Um, and the games can be loaded directly off of the SD card if if you well, wanted to do that. There's a couple of other things that I think that are a lot of people aren't picking up on. Because you can load Windows on this, you could potentially load your Epic's game account on here uh-huh. and Game Pass on it. I mean, but Game Pass also works through Android through the cloud, but you can't store it locally. So if you have an internet connection with your phone, you can essentially 
use one of these things, which I've got a little clip for my phone, right? Right. And, you know, I put my phone in here and put a controller down here, and now I've got basically Game Pass on my phone. Well, the the thing of... Which I have played a couple of games that way. Right, so... And that's kind of my... my, If I'm going to mobile, that's probably what I'm doing is that. Well, there's a there's a couple different things here. Is your your phone has mobile, and it has a mobile antenna, and it also has Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Uh, the Steam Deck does not have like five G support. It doesn't have phone support at all. It can use Wi-Fi. Uh, it's dual band Wi-Fi, or it can use uh, Bluetooth, but it cannot you know access your cellular data. So it's not in in that way, it's not as portable as, say, your phone would be for those kind of streaming services. But then again, I mean, you destroy your fucking data plan if you decided to, you know, stream games off of 5G. Um, or you, you just have, have unlimited. unlimited. Uh, I was about to say, or you have unlimited. But um, the uh, the thing with this is it is a full PC in your hands. Um, the button layout is a little weird. I think it would get a little uncomfortable after a while. And it doesn't have like removable Joy-Con style, like controllers. It's all built into the, into the chassis. Uh, so you kind of have to hold on to the damn thing. Uh, the, the Steam store said that there is going to be a dock, but it's not quite out yet. And they don't have a price for the dock, but it's, you know, but they went on record and saying, if you have a USB-C dock uh for monitors and keyboard and mouse and whatnot you can use the USB-C dock instead of the proprietary dock that they're they're building and they're aiming for a switch style dock where you can just kind of slide the thing into it and it just kind of you know does its own thing um on a uh, on a level of what i uh, what i personally buy it i don't know I I don't have a use case for it because I'm home most of the time. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I and, and I get that. Like, and I was even thinking it. So when I go to, I'm going to see Jessica for about a week here in a couple of months. And when I do that, I'll probably just bring my phone and a controller and I'll play some things on Xbox Game Pass and call it a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a real edge case thing because... I don't travel enough for it to be a thing. Now, I was watching, so, you know, I want to see what the people are saying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of, I was looking at a thread on social media, and there were a lot of truckers making comments on this kind of thing, saying, like, hey, this would be a little bit better in my rig when I'm overnight in the truck and playing there, right? Or, like, say you travel for business a lot, right? And for something like that, that's not a bad idea. They were saying like, yeah, I've got a 32 inch TV in my rig. It's not really a good spot for my PC. So I end up taking my little laptop and trying to plug it in there. But then that's still kind of cramped. It's like, it would be better if I had something that was just, I plugged into the TV. Yeah. The, the, there's a couple of things. I mean, being, being a tech guy for me, what I'm looking at in, in this particular uh, sense, the steam deck itself, it may be good right now, but is it going to be good in a couple of years? You know, the hardware itself is not necessarily upgradable. Um, you can upgrade the storage, but that's about it. 
Yeah, and um, I'm, and I'm with you there. It's it's basically a dead sales machine. It's it, it really will be. I mean, it'll play probably, Salt and Sanctuary, maybe Dark Souls or something like that. On it'll it. play almost all of your indie titles, but nothing like AAA. I don't think anything that really pushes the envelope as far as you know uh, graphics and testing. You're not going to be playing your fucking like uh, your you know your latest Call of Duties on it and you know in full fidelity. Uh, you're not going to be fucking playing your uh, you know playing like the the newest games it's it show they showed the game actually playing i think it was uh uh was it uh control i think they were showing yeah. control yeah. on it i think control was on it yeah um and i mean that's that's a fairly graphically intensive you know in, in sense, intensive game you can put you know you can turn that up to beautiful but i'm sure that they had that on medium settings and that game looks good on medium settings anyway um it's just from from a uh, from a hardware perspective, I think that it's it, it would be good for right now, but there isn't a lot of upgradeability to it later on down the line. Well, um, I mean that's no different than the laptop, and, and I get it, that the and for and what the you're main spending thing for there, it, what you're spending for it versus a gaming laptop, it's half the price. Yeah, what you're what you're spending for it right now, four hundred dollars gets you the Steam Deck, the basic bitch fucking you know storage and uh fucking carrying case and a you know charge cable, and that's that's pretty much all you get. Uh, but what you get out of that is you know a you know a, a mid tier laptop essentially, um, and you know it being with a portable screen and a battery that lasts for two hours, um. Okay, I can I can see that being a good value proposition for right now, four hundred dollars for you know for something that's you know basically bringing your PCs mobile. That is okay, but again, it's got a limited life, and I'll tell you right now, the the, the switch has been out for uh, two three years, uh, and in two or three years. This uh, this Steam Deck is not going to be able to play games that come out in two or three years. I'm pretty sure of it. Um, I, I like to be able to tinker with my hardware, and that you know that is not you know not tinker friendly. Um, but it's running you know it's running SteamOS, which is a Linux you know a, a Linux distro specifically to Steam. If you wanted to you know, go with a different Linux, you could, you could go with Windows. I'm not sure how the trackpads work with all these things, whether or not there'd be drivers for it. I'm sure that the SteamOS has, you know, like native drivers for that type of thing, but um, it's all there, right? So it's, if you're really looking from, uh, for PC mobile gaming, you could do that. You could there's, do that. But there's, some better options here. Well, I mean, because it is physical hardware and not necessarily set up for only streaming, um, I think that, you know, for mobile gaming, the streaming, you know, game streaming is probably the way to go. And you that's know? what you're what you're demonstrating with your phone is the fact that you're mobile streaming, right? You're mobile streaming a game from, from Xbox. Do you, do you see what it is? It's sending you a sacrifice. 
Yeah. Literally, no installation. Now I'm streaming this off Wi-Fi. Right. But this, I literally, in the time you've been talking about this, reinstalled Game Pass app, right? And then I found one of the games that didn't require a controller because it's got all on-face controls. And you can see this streaming right now. Doesn't look bad. Right. No, you totally playable. It's just... Uh, it's fucking magic is what it is. I mean, yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, here. And that's... Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah. If you have the option to do streaming, you have all the hardware on the game end, and all you're doing is streaming the video and your controls back and forth. Sure, latency is a thing, and I understand that that's, you know, that's one of the things about having the actual game running on hardware in your hands. You won't necessarily have that that latency, but also, it's not going to look that good. I'm yeah. pretty sure of it. It's yeah. not going to look that good. This is just the insane power of... Xbox is doing something right with Game Pass. Right. I mean, the fact that I, you know, I've got a subscription, right? So just loaded up us again, just trying to demo. I had the option of install versus stream. And I, I loaded up Hellblade specifically because I know that this runs in engine at the beginning of the game and that it's graphically intensive. Right. Again, it's... I'm running this on five gigahertz off my router right now, but it does work via mobile too. Right. So. That's, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're looking at, that's the future of gaming and that's where, where gaming is going. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of advancement happening in that area of game streaming. I just always constantly surprised by it just because this is so ridiculous. (laughs) And, and now you've got this, you know, this piece of hardware that you don't necessarily need to game stream on. You could just install programs on it. And, and go. Yeah, that's you the other thing, right? You, because if I wanted to do this, right, you can get expandable cards for your phone, you know, mm-hmm. additional hard drives for your phone, right? Right. And I could install that to my phone and then have that game ready to play while I'm on a plane, right? Right. Without any data. I could install it over Wi-Fi, and there's a lot of stuff. I mean, for, for fuck's sake... I can play Doom Eternal on my fucking phone if I really wanted to. And this connects to a controller via Bluetooth, right? Okay. So via Bluetooth, I can play anything I want on my phone. Like, I don't need the Steam Deck. Well, if you have if you have those services, then this, you know, this, I don't know if this is being targeted for, you know, for that or not. You know, to, you know, to be honest, if you have a Steam Deck, and you have the option of uh, of installing any OS you want to. You could also stream to the stream uh, yeah, Steam Deck. I, I feel like I feel like this is their attempt to replace the the um, Steam machine, the Steam machine, and <laughs> and feel fill the niche role of as soon as they get a dock, a mobile, a mobile. PC gaming platform that's yeah. not a twelve hundred to two thousand dollar laptop. Do you see what I'm saying? So what what I see this is is this is the next evolution of the Steam machine. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead of uh, uh, instead of having all of the different you know system builders build Steam machines, and that was just like a full on failure, right? 
um, you know, Valve said, okay, well, we're going to make this one machine expand the uh, – expand and make it expandable in storage only, but it's going to be one spec that, you know, games can actually target this spec for, say, have – you know, if a game comes out in the future for, you know, know, for, you know, on the Steam – you know, on the Steam ecosystem, they could have a graphic setting for this machine, you know, where it's middling settings, but still looks good. Yep. Kind of like a, you know, a, a Steam Deck approved graphic setting. That is, a, that's a decent idea. And being able to kind of get that in people's hands and have the the dock kind of meets all the criteria they were looking for for the Steam machine. Plus, giving them the option of going mobile. Um, so it does make sense from you know from a business standpoint, but from a practical standpoint, and especially from my standpoint, like I don't necessarily need it because, well, a, I work in a place where I can't take external uh, external uh, you know computer anything systems. With, them, anything with a hard drive. Anything with a hard drive that's not approved already, um, and B. If I'm not there, I'm home. So I, I don't necessarily travel all that much myself. So if you're a traveler, it might be worth it. But it's you know, it's definitely not worth it for me because I guarantee you my beast of a machine will fucking run circles around that mother little motherfucker. That's for sure. The graphics card alone is worth like four of them. <laughs> so um, that said, it's it's an interesting idea. Let's uh, I want to see how it's how it sells now on the on the topic of sales it went up uh it's not out you can't have it in your hands just yet there's reviewers that do have review units in their hands but some that don't there's it's just I know a PC very gamer small. doesn't even have a and they're pretty big yeah they were saying we set a reservation for the 512 unit so that we could review it but even they had to set a reservation, and they're a pretty big publication. Okay, so they may not have review units out. Um, that that said, uh, everybody went to go reserve it, and they did do a thing where uh, they're trying anti-scalper tactics. So at the time of reservations opening, you had to have a Steam account open a month before and have purchased at least one game on Steam on that account to be able to reserve it and you reserve it by putting down a $5 deposit. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to come out in what December this year. Yeah. It's December. Uh, so, uh, so that's one of the things that they were trying to do to get it out of scalpers hands because I mean, you had to have, have an open account. You can only reserve one per account. Uh, and you know, having a game uh, the account open a month beforehand with a game already purchased on it basically means that you need to have at least had that already you know present before you could you know get it so um hopefully it doesn't end up in scalper's hands but from what i've heard the reservation uh process was a nightmare uh people were fighting with it you know cuz the the steam page would go down constantly so it seems like it was pretty popular um is that it was being ddosed one of the two <laughs> right uh some people were uh, saying it took them 45 minutes to even get to the order page uh there was other other people that said that they fought with it for two hours 
Uh, so I, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at it myself, but yeah, whatever. It's it, it's a thing that's happening in games right now. So, um, I, in other words, we're not going to say it's a bad machine. It's just you won't see any of us with it because it doesn't really fit any of our needs. Correct. And just like I was showing you, as long as I have either download the game, which I may end up doing. I was actually dicking around because, again, we're talking about mobile gaming. So I was like, you know what? We're in the middle of a thunderstorm. I'm going to try in a thunderstorm playing Yakuza um, in a thunderstorm. Because it is the fact that you can just stream games without downloading them is pretty cool. Right. Um, was having connection issues through wireless data in a thunderstorm with that. But I can tell you, pre-COVID, when this first came out, I was playing Gears 5 on my break. Um in my lobby at work with no Wi-Fi because I couldn't connect to work Wi-Fi with my phone there. They just didn't allow it. So I was able to play through Gears 5, and it would readjust settings depending on what was going on. But because my screen is not that big, you know, I don't have great tech for my phone. It's an S10e, right? So it's the baby S10. Okay. And it was working just fine. Um and then on Wi-Fi, it does do the beautiful settings. So yeah. that being said, um, well, did we have any other news? Uh, oh, a, there was the, the the other things that you know that came up this week, which is kind of also why I was looking at more co-op games because things happen. Um, uh, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, the game that we've been kind of you know <laughs> waiting for for fucking basically all year long. Uh, they just came out a couple of days ago and said that they need more time. Uh, Fat Shark definitely wants to make the game good, and that is uh, that's commendable. But man, we're in the dry season for games, and we're kind of chomping at the bit for new games. And it's not happening because all of the COVID and all of the fucking bad and this being summer and it's not really season. Uh, so seeing this, uh, this has been delayed till spring of 2022. So we've got at least another half a year to wait before we can get our hands on that game. It's funny that you say game drought because I'm literally looking at the comments and one of the top comments is, I've got a problem. There's nothing else to play this year. We're in a game drought. It's, it's. I mean, it, it really is. We, right now, there's a couple uh, indie titles coming out in the next few, uh, next few weeks. Uh, there isn't anything big uh, that's, you know, everything that's big is looming on the horizon. Um, a lot of the games that we've been looking for don't have firm release dates or don't have a finalized release date. It just says 2021 sometime. Yep. Um, and it's, it's kind of maddening right now. And I'm not going to lie. I've been kind of watching Lost Ark for a long ass fucking time. It seems like every fucking day I wake up, I look at the fucking, I look at Twitter, I go to the Lost Ark's account, and I look to see what the fucking, uh, you know, community team is saying. 
uh, because there are a lot of people asking for when is the beta coming? When is the beta coming? Uh, and the reason why the beta is a big thing is anybody that bought the uh, the founders packs get beta access to the game. Um, and I'm interested because I want to. I, I signed up to you know to be you know on the beta you know as a beta tester for the game, just so that I can kind of get an idea of whether or not this is going to be something I'm going to want to play. Um, on top of, you know, like it's a Korean MMO, you know, there's a lot of unknowns as to how it's being localized, what it's pay, you know, pay structure is going to be because it's free to play and all that shit. Um, I want to get my hands on it so that I can kind of, you know, let you guys know that it's thunder. I'm pretty sure that came through. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I want to see what it, it has available to it here in the U.S. Uh, so that we can, you know, so I can get into it and uh, and do all the stuff. Uh, we probably need to get going here because thunder's happening. Um, what was the last thing? There was one more thing. I can't. I remember. think we're good to stop right Are there. Are we sure? We're very sure. I'm not sure. Well, you both have to drive in this. So, Jason. Where can you find us? Find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash TiltCast. And search for us on iTunes and Spotify. And you can find some friends of the show. We've Previous. got... Previous. We've, huh? Nothing. Go, go. Yeah, rate us and review us. Find some friends of the show, Cabbage KBG. Uh, that is Trent, who is always working in the background. You got For the Love of Gaming. You got NoQuarters.net. We've got BMFCast.com and TVGP.TV. They have Thunder Buddies. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace. <laughs>